This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. Investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we are playing a one-shot. This is the season for postponed games, so don't worry, we'll be back to our regular games soon enough. The scenario is Moonglow. It was written by John A. Almack, and it's available from the Miskatonic Repository. And Keith Craig is our Keeper of Arcane Lore. So without any further delays, Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Keith? Thank you, Tom. Since time immemorial, mankind has cast its curious gaze toward our beckoning moon and wondered, what lies there? In the latter half of the 21st century, humanity began colonization of space by establishing a permanent outpost on the rim of the Shackleton Crater at the lunar south pole. Cloaked in perpetual darkness, the crater floor preserves a useful bounty of water, ice, and rare minerals, along with the even more precious helium-3 to fuel nuclear fusion reactors mixed in the dusty regolith which is badly needed to supply civilization's rapidly expanding energy needs. The first brave explorers who dare to face the harsh, formidable conditions and risk their lives mining these valuable resources hope they will be richly rewarded. However, you, when you head to a foreign, foreign body, sometimes the people, that, the things that were there aren't as welcoming. We find ourselves in 2083 on a on a uh, shuttle headed headed toward a docking station that is orbiting the moon. With us, we have uh, Captain uh, Captain Mike Mike Stafford, the co-pilot. Along with him, his his fellow crewmates, and we'll let you introduce yourselves. We'll start with Jack. I am Commander Jack Cortez. Uh, I am the commander of this mission. Uh, I'll be piloting the ship. Uh, I've got the most experience out of everyone on this uh, on this ship. Excellent. Uh, Dr. Oleg. You know, my name is uh, Dr. Oleg Pavlenko. After uh, we've been able to set aside our uh, a few differences and start uh, collaborating in space again, uh, I am happy to be here. Excellent. Uh, Dr. Vivian? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Dr. Vivian Thomas, and I am uh, the botanist. I'm uh, going to be running the greenhouse dome for uh, the duration of my Right there. Looking very forward to trying. I've brought some Tritical Hybrid B samples of uh, something we're hoping does very well on the lunar surface um, after we've enriched the soil. But uh, yeah, just just a botanist. Hmm. And finally, 
I am Eric Hoffmann, a specialist in uh, mission structure and repair. Um, I have been summoned, uh, it seems, uh, I don't know the gentleman, but they had a young Frenchman uh, who is more scientist than engineer, and they need someone with a greater practical expertise as the mission expands. Excellent. Yeah. So our five uh, companions are are getting ready to land, get aboard the Altair II lander. Picture the old lunar module that the Apollo program used to land on the moon. Now, disturbingly, they have not been able to contact the uh crew that is down down on the lunar base for some time they were we've actually been launched two weeks earlier because we're the uh nasa was afraid that the laser communication that was at the base had might have been disabled they they were using lasers to send the messages down because of the vast distances and the uh, radio frequencies would not be able to travel that far in a time in a manner to carry the message so well, Commander Cortez, shall we? Uh, shall we press on? I've uh, run all the pre-flight. Uh, the uh, the lander's good to go. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let's take it away. All we right. Are, <clears throat> sorry, we are still receiving no laser signal, even though we have gotten closer to the base. Nope. And uh, the uh, the HF signal that you're using here at the uh, the thing orbiting the moon there hasn't been able to raise an up either does that help they didn't have a breach or something what do you what do you think it could be well uh, maybe they just knocked the the tower down the con tower should be uh you know just has the orbiter the... sorry has the orbiter had eyes on the base uh they have been able to look down and they uh the base still seems intact. Lights uh, are on as best we can tell. Yep, lights are on. I'll bring up the map of what the base looks like. So you can see there uh, the the base uh, near the Shackleton Crater. It's about a half mile away. You've got the comm tower up near the crater. That's where usually the uh, laser uh, would be be at if you zoom in you can see the the base the science dome is a planned it is not completed yet and you know you got all those various domes but yeah everything still looks in intact yeah uh, communication there is not that surprising under the circumstances hopefully we'll get it up and running shortly well you uh, buckle in it's uh, about a 30 minute uh flight from uh, the orbiter down to the uh, moon's surface. If, uh, Captain Cortez, have you made this particular transit many times? Oh, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty routine. Uh, just buckle up. Uh, I'll take it from here. Good. And I will um, approach the controls and take a seat and Attempt right. to yeah. maneuver down. Have right. you been to the moon before, uh, Mr. Hoffman? Uh, no, this is... Uh, I have only been in Earth orbit previously. Uh, this is my second satellite only, and I look forward to 
the experience. I too, I am still concerned about the ongoing difficulties with um, loss of mass in limited gravity over periods of time, but I understand headway has been made. You'll be fine. Just make sure to take your pills and do your exercises. Uh, you are a previous loony, then, Dr. Pavlenko? Oh, I've been, I've been up and down a few times. Yeah. Not that anybody cares, but it's my first time, too. Mm. Of course we care, Dr. Thomas. Uh, you will be keeping us all well-fed, after all. Well, I'm not setting anything up except a few experiments, but um, yeah, there should already be plenty of food there, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, and the longer like I said, there wasn't, hopefully there wasn't a breach. Well, we'll have to check it out anyway, so we got to figure out what exactly is going down, going on down there. Just make sure we're all safe. All right. So, you guys, uh, the transit is uh, without out incidents. Uh, as you are getting near the station, um, Cap Captain Safford, he, he keys the mic, calls out, he's like, Shackleton Base, Shackleton Base is outdoor two landing. Uh, we're, we're coming in. You hear kind of static come through, and then you hear a uh, Frenchman's voice come across. He goes, uh, negative permission to land. We do not want you here. Go go home. Commander? Oh, such, uh, a, such a warm reception. I will uh, tap in. Excuse me? Again, you are not welcome here. Go home. This is Commander Jack Cortez. I am here on a mission. I am going to deliver these people. What? Uh, what is going on down here? You are not wanted. Do not land. I repeat, do not land. Captain, ask if this is Rene Martel. That's who I'm to replace. Is, is this Rene Martel? This is Specialist Renee Martel. Yes, I am in charge. Yes. Yeah, Captain, I do not understand why he would consider himself in charge. Uh, perhaps he could explain where the other crew is. Well, well, where are the crew? Come back again, and he goes, again, repeat, you are not welcome. Go home. I'm just going to... It's like... Yeah, it just went crazy. Impossible. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, are they, they going to stop us? I, I don't see how. Just cuss at him in French. <laughs> Say, Bordel de Pourtant de Mer. Maybe he'll like that. Um... How many uh, crew did we expect to be resident in the mining colony? Mining should station? be should be four. Usually, the co-pilot a uh, he accompanies you down. They'll you'll stay there for a day for a crew rest, and then the people you're relieving they'll get get back on, and the co-pilot will fly them back to the orbital station to head back to Earth. Uh, Commander, perhaps we should. Uh, 
check in with the orbital station, determine when the last time anyone heard from someone other than Martel was. But this compound doesn't have any uh, defensive capabilities, I think, right? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. So he can he can tell us to go home while he wishes, but maybe it's one of those medical things. Maybe they've got like the shining syndrome, you know, where they murdered everybody and he's trying to whack all. Uh, well, the cabin term is fever, lunatic. Not everybody can all. handle it. Yeah. What's well, a nice big station? Come on. Yeah. I think they heard they got a swimming pool. Yeah. Uh, whatever whatever is, is his problem, I'm pretty sure our big, strong American uh, Commander Cortez can didn't take care of problem. Ah, yes, uh, it will be fine. Let's just uh, bring it down and uh, call out to the orbital. Uh, uh, yeah. How you call up uh, to the orbital? Uh, so, so when you call up there, you hear uh, the the lady's voice that was working with you. She's like, uh, "This is Orbital. Uh, who's trying to reach me?" This is Commander Jack Cortez. Uh, I am trying to get uh, permission to land down here. Um, when is the last time you've heard from anyone other than this? 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 Uh, what was his name again, uh, Hoffman? Rene Martel. Rene Martel. Um, we have not had any contact with the uh, Shackleton Station uh, for the past couple uh, Earth weeks. Couple Earth weeks. Jesus Christ! Yes. Yeah, but they've uh, been here for six months, right? Th they have, they have, but uh, you know, it's not often that they they need to call call and check in, but. Yeah, you know, we have been trying to raise them for uh, for the past seven days. He hasn't answered in the past seven days. Uh, well, we're we're just going to go down here. Um, yeah, you, you don't need the permission to land. They they have no authority. They don't control the moons. The moon space. They have weapons. Uh. They have knives for cook, chopping up vegetables. I mean, I get, that's the best I could think of. Okay. Well, knives against, yeah, yeah. Maybe they got ergot. Mm. Nah, stuff doesn't rot on the moon. There's no yeah. bacteria up here. In, but the uh, bacteria, we, we bring the bacteria with us. Uh, the, yeah, but they little, we do a the thorough cleaning. Live on the, uh, live on the stage, bring the I'm helpful. Sure. We're supposed to bring the helpful ones and not the harmful ones. That's why you go through all that medical no, stuff they're, before you. They're so they're so tiny. How can you how can you properly sort them out? In a, in a functioning greenhouse, there will be bacteria in the soil, and if bacteria have time to evolve, I suppose it is not impossible. There could be some. I expect it's more a psychological component of isolation, however, and perhaps That's this Martel anticipating that he is to be relieved of duty has become hostile. We should be mindful as we approach the facility, of course, in case he has taken up one of these kitchen knives. 
Yeah. All right. So, Commander Cortez, you go to land the. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you've got plenty of pilot skill. You don't know, need to make a roll. You come down, and as you are setting it, setting it down, uh, give me a spot hidden because you're kind of focusing on the ground, not out on the horizon. Sure. It's a twenty-five. Uh, that is a hard. Okay. As you you kind of uh, like the sun glinting off of a. Uh, glass you see you look up and you see uh this person in a spacesuit and a moon cat you know it's got the, like the six tires three on each side and they are driving as fast as possible directly toward the our ship <laughs> um how able am i to like how maneuverable is is our ship compared to Something like uh, that. on the ground it is uh not at all if you wanted to try and lift it up so you didn't didn't strike the uh lunar thing that would would take a piloting roll to kind of get it up in the air again yeah i i guess i'm gonna <laughs> have to try to like dodge it so we don't hit it all right give me a uh pilot roll that is a you see, that is a hard. Yep, yep. That's what you needed because you know it takes a little bit to kind of build up to it. But you lift it up, and right, right as you kind of get the uh, lander up, is right when he goes underneath where your uh, the strut would have been, and he definitely would have collided with it. Holy shit! This what is a dangerous the... lunatic. Yeah. Um... We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. I don't know. Take this. I don't know how to stop this guy. But perhaps Are uh, we, we're not Commander, armed in any way, right? I think only with physics. Yeah. Perhaps if uh, instead of landing where he expects, you land on the other side of the compound. We can emerge suited and have an opportunity to intercept him and and separate ourselves until one of us can get inside and determine. I'm concerned about the well-being of the others. Yeah, this we condition need... is this extreme. Yeah, we can. Uh, that's a good thinking. Yeah, we'll okay. uh, just pilot off to the other side of it. Excellent. Uh, yeah. All right. So you kind of pilot over now. Um, you know. Uh, you to land over here. This is not what you mission plan for, so it's a different landing area. And so to land smoothly here, this will require a pilot roll. Okay. Perhaps, Commander, the area that has been cleared for the unbuilt science module uh, will be flat and constant and not have surprises. I'm going to, if I can peer out of the lander, is the the comm tower, does it appear to be intact? Uh, give me a combined spot hidden and uh, like a mechanical repair. Uh, spot hidden is only 50. What's wrong with me? 
I will I will spend nine luck. I need to see whether we can communicate. Okay. All right. And uh, before we get to the answer to that, uh, Commander Cortez, how'd the landing go? Oh. Uh, ooh, that's an 88 is not a good, <laughs> it's not a good roll. Um, I can spend 18, 18 luck. Or you can push uh, it. I could push it. Uh, put this. Could be a short game. <laughs> yeah, real short game tonight. <laughs> Uh, if you if you push, I think I could push it. Yeah, if you push and fail, you're going to break one of these leg struts. But we're still going to be able to land. Yeah, you'll still land. But, but yeah. yeah, the this thing will Just be take some repair time. Yeah. Uh, okay. That is a success. Okay. Yeah. So like <laughs> the last, you're coming down in the last second. You notice that because you're landing kind of in that science thing. You see like, oh crap! There's like part of the buildup of the superstructure they're going to have. And you kind of adjust to get the legs and it lands onto nice. the moon quite well. Uh, Mr. Hoffman, when, what you were when you were looking at the comm tower, you noticed that the, uh, the part that would uh, emit the laser, like the, the, the feed horn uh, is gone. So this is clearly intentional damage. Yeah. Yeah. Unless uh, it was hit by an asteroid. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm telling you. That, yeah, well, if it, were, if it were hit by something minute, then it would look more or less intact. If it were by something, you know, even the size of a, a good pebble, there would be shrapnel. It looks removed. Yeah. I, yeah. I suspect that we have the lunatic to thank. So mission control is not going to be pissed off as if, if we have to defend ourselves against these dudes, right? No. I assume it's only the one. I just hope he hasn't incapacitated the others. That's that's. I do not hope. know about yeah. your superior as uh, Dr. Thomas, but mine should not have a problem. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when you land... Um, Captain Stafford starts running through the uh, post-flight checklist to, to get to get it on there. It's a it's a rather lengthy checklist, so you guys can either wait for him or he, he goes all. You guys want to disembark and see if you can deal with that nut job? I'll I'll make sure that this thing is uh, able to get us out of here if we need to. Yeah, we could all have one uh, open channel to each other and occasionally check to see if this Martel is also yelling on some. There must be a few frequencies that are in standard use at the station. Yeah. We use one use one twenty one point five. That that's a standard emergency frequency. So no one else is gonna be around around here. So good. Uh yeah, I suggest that uh we go in two directions so that it's difficult for the this uh moon buckies don't go that fast. Yeah, it's definitely not as fast as I mean, your lunar shuttle. So you've got time. Yeah, we have time. And if uh, we, let's see, how many, the main That's entrance cool. is to the central dome, yeah? And then yep. mm -hmm. is there also an entrance to the engineering dome? There is. So if two of us go directly toward 
the main dome and two other us take the longer route to engineering, he can't bother all of us at the same time. I'll take, uh, yeah, I think uh, that's a great idea. Of course, we're more intimidating in numbers. Yes, only four but, but I mean, I don't believe we, he seemed very intimidated by us when he told us not to land. No, when he tried to, I, I think that if he had managed to hit the lander, it posed a greater danger to his well-being than to ours. He could have been bounced back some distance. You know, let's, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just the botanist, but considering the fact that these are all scientists, maybe, maybe something's gone wrong. Maybe we want to be cautious before we do anything. If we can restrain them. I don't know them. about what scientists are like where you're from, but where I'm from, uh, scientists uh, are these, uh, part of the species called Homo sapien. And, uh, they're, uh, Noted yeah, but, for their instability. But where, where I come from, people have invested millions of dollars in these people. And you can't just throw them away because something goes wrong. You get them fixed. Uh, I, I don't think anybody's suggesting killing them. I think we just want to uh, maybe knock them around a little bit. Yeah. The, really? the, I guess the question... Uh, Dr. Thomas, is whether you think it is safer to move as a group or whether it is safer to, which is, which is you, you err, you wish to err on the side of caution, which is cautious as, as you see it? I don't know. I think, I, I don't know that much about proper protocols, but it seems like maybe we should stick together, just try to walk in the door. And if they try to stop us, we punch them in the face. Well, we are much closer to the front entrance than the back door. So it's a long way around if we don't go that way anyway. So yeah, if if we see a, a an angry man in a suit racing at us at twelve and a half miles an hour, we can disperse. We can just jump over his chest. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't have our, legs yet. It's a good idea. Yeah. Are they in like little buggies? Uh, and the lunar. Harvester is a bigger thing over there. Yeah, the lunar okay. harvester has got like, you know, because it, it'd be picking up stuff and putting it into okay. back to bring it back. So, so they're yeah. they're they're in little buggies on the moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not a they; it's one. Oh, one. We one assume person. this Martel, I think. Are they are they tied we, up somewhere? We in take them. Yeah, I yeah, should we get inside and yeah. find the majority. Figure Maybe out what a... exactly who who exactly is 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 everyone insane? Uh, I, I they can't be. Maybe it's a prank. I mean, we're making a lot of uh, guesses and assumptions about the state yeah. of the uh, the others. We do not know what this uh, man has done or not done to them until we go inside. Yeah, let's just go. Thanks. All right. With that debate, uh, Captain Stafford, he's like, oh, if you give me another minute. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's like, uh, thanks, Commander Cortez. I really didn't want to be out here by myself anyway. <laughs> not a, it's not an unreasonable you would, position. You would be fine inside of this, uh, well, uh, it's the sturdy craft. 
it's the yeah, quiet. Should... It's the quiet, Doctor uh, pa- pa- Pavlinko. It, it it gets to you after a while. I I'm a yeah. social person. <laughs> yeah, you've got to you've got to take take care of yourself. It it that's what's going on with this guy out here. Yeah, he's I mean, he couldn't what? handle the pressure. He cracked. I mean, perhaps if we could just sit down and have a little bit of vodka, we could work things out, make him feel a little better. But he does not seem to be interested in uh, no. such a civilized conversation. Did you bring vodka? No. They let you bring alcohol? Oh. I do not know what you're talking about. Uh, there are rules, and there are rules that need to be broken. <laughs> nah. That's right, Dr. Thomas. Let us just say that they may have uh, something with me along those lines. Why, why do you think we're growing grain on the moon? Yeah. Moon beer. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's go. Let's, let's do yeah. it. Right. Just suit up and. Yep. Takes a bit. You know, you guys check each other's seals and. All that, so, but you guys are pros, so you got it on correctly. Cool. And who's got a lead? We're heading out to the um, just the main entrance, which is going to go head on into the. Yep. But are are you leading the way? Are we following behind you? Yes. I'm up there with the commander. Okay. I'm very excited. I've first time on the moon. Yeah, almost cannot wait to get to his plants. So, as you're uh, walking along, um, you kind of uh, come around, and as you approach the door, the uh, lunar harvester. There's a lunar harvester parked right in front of the door, and uh, Eric, you'll recognize it immediately. You see the 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 laser that's missing is mounted on top of the lunar harvester. Uh, yeah. So the good news is that we can repair the communications relay. We don't have to look around for the piece, and it looks intact, more or less. It does. But it is mounted horizontally, as the Mm -hmm. botanist says, as if he wishes to use it as a weapon. Uh, It would be a pretty effective weapon. I think it's, what, 20 megawatts? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty powerful. Maybe we take that inside with us instead of leaving it in danger. Big, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's way too large to take inside. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm impressed about how they managed to accomplish, uh, accomplish this. That's more than one person. Yeah, yeah. Though so we have four lunatics, perhaps inside. Excellent. Uh, but and the um the tracks from the uh harvester um does it look like they've been doing regular work or they have been driven this over to the comms tower and uh because like the the tracks yeah the tracks don't go away because it's like uh so give me a uh track roll. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh well, it was just usually most obvious. 
I wrote the 10. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so uh, as you kind of look, you can see, you know, uh, you definitely see tracks going back and forth to the Shackleton uh, crater like you expect. If you kind of look, you can see, okay, there's like a little ramp kind of built down. But then you do see that because to put a lunar harvester in front of the door is not something that it happened. So you only see one track. So it looks like they took the lunar harvester to the comms tower, removed the the laser, mounted it on it, and then it parked it in front of the entrance. I wonder if there is a component I can hop up and remove so that the laser is not an active danger until it is replaced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's like those old old movies where they remove the spark plug from car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it probably more like more like a coupling that directs energy Which, from uh, one place to another. I think there was the uh, there was American horror film, uh Shining, where the man takes plugs from uh, snow vehicle. Skin the shining comes up. So. I hope this isn't the shining situation where going nuts. I think this might be a chemical laser, though. I don't think it's an electric laser. Yeah, no problem. It's cheaper. It's more efficient. Yeah. So we need to move this to get into the um, inside the building. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because it's kind of backed up to the door, and the door yeah. swings out. I'll and we don't see our friends at the moon buggy running around? No, you can, uh, yeah, there's, yeah, you can't see him. You obviously can't hear him because you got helmets. There's no atmosphere to carry sound. I imagine that in the general direction where we were intended to land, there is a lot of dust hanging, yeah. waiting to, mm -hmm. oh, not hanging. Oh, it falls pretty fast. Yeah. 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 Lots of dust, but nothing it, to stop it. it. Is there a no, secondary no, no. doorway that's going to be a hatch going to the science dome? Like this corridor is going to all the other domes. Is there? They have not made they the. Uh, yeah. Yet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. The science well, dome is incomplete. But the engineering dome has an external access. Yes, it does. It does. Mm -hmm. But maybe if we get in the harvester and move it, just, and I. And also I mean, is the harvester even locked? Do people lock their vehicles right. on the moon? <laughs> Let's I just, think you know. if anyone up here has car keys, we have even bigger problems than we think. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm assuming oh. none of you walked in front of the harvester to where the laser was a point, pointing, right? <laughs> yeah, for, for some like, reason, that, that, that idea does not... Uh, just want to make sure you. that... no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so... Uh, just stare right down, down yeah, the yeah. very and, end of the laser. <laughs> So Eric, you you uh, pull uh, the plug or whatever to to the laser, so it's not uh, able to generate its uh, beam. Where is it? All right, who wants to get in to try and move it? This is an enclosed uh, compartment, unlike at the Moon Cat. Yeah, I don't know I, anything about driving it. Well, I have operate heavy machinery on my sheet, but I do not have any points in it. Uh, oh. I am accustomed to moving large machines like this. I'm going to tuck the little piece I took out into a Velcro-y bit on the suit. Hmm. Is there, there are two doors or one door on the harvester? Uh, one door. 
Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a, a like single a, man crew compartment. Like like the cab on a big truck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Commander, since we don't know where our crazy friend is, perhaps you will come with. Yeah, of course. I'll I'll keep a lookout out here. Yeah, he might speed up to us at any time or behave in some other erratic way. So Commander are are we allowed to take like souvenirs? Can we pick up some rocks and bring them with us? I, I've done it a few times. Um, but technically, you know, nah. If really. everybody did it, there wouldn't be any moon left. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got it. But you Get know. Rocks. Well, I mean, it's... how many different uh well, it's not really an ecosystem. It's how many environments can we uh this this is also a mining facility, so yeah. yeah, lots of nickel, I think. For some uh, reason, I don't think we have money functions about protecting the environment here. No. <laughs> so I reach up. I yep. assume that there's a, a sort of a uh, a step above some tracks or something. Yeah. The cab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So up I go. You so get in if, there. When you guys move it, I'll open the door. Okay. So when you when you get in, uh, you see that it, you recognize immediately that it it is set up to be used remotely, but it does have manual override. And it's got kind of like the uh, tank controls, you know, so so it controls mm-hmm. the two treads that are on it. Very good. Uh, give me an operate heavy machinery. How often do you get a roll of that? Not often and never with a 70. Oh, nine, two good rolls, one bad. Yeah, you get, you get it moving. And uh, when you do, there's a little radio comes alive in it. And you hear a uh, a Ukrainian's voice come come across. And he's like going, Who, who's moving my, my, my harvester? Uh, hello, this is Dr. Eric Hoffman. Uh, you can specialist. talk? You, you can talk? Yes, of course I couldn't talk. Well, get I'm inside sorry. before something bad happens. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, this is Eric Hoffman. We are here to replace most of the crew. You were expecting us, no? <laughs> most of the crew. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Com- Commander uh, Dmitry Ivanikov. Dmitry Ivanikov. Uh, yes, we will come inside. We could not come inside because uh, this was in the way. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was. I was watching the entrance. Yeah. I, I got. I got. I got some moonshine. Kind of, yeah, uh, this, okay. is, this is clear. Uh, our friend uh, Pavlenko will be ha- glad to see it. Uh, I will oh. be in, in just a moment. Oh, you brought a brought a fucking roski with you, huh? Huh? Yeah. You know, I still haven't forgiven him for what his ancestors did to my ancestors in uh, in the Ukraine. Uh, uh, do you know uh, if uh, the uh, Martels is inside the uh, inside the base at this point, or is still running around as a moon cat like a maniac? Uh, he, uh, last I talked to him, he was out there trying to stop someone from landing. Yeah, he didn't do such a good job. All right, we'll be right in. Yeah, come on, come on in. <laughs> in. Uh, yeah, so I'm operating that. So, uh, 
Thomas Shushlev, no trouble getting inside. We have at least one other maniac. He's drunk and Ukrainian. Opens up. And about the time that it opens up, uh, Dr. Pavlinko, you see the moon cat kind of come around one of the berms and uh, you see it accelerating. Oh, we are... Uh... Our uh, our friend is uh, coming to say hello. I would like to get not in its. Uh, the door's open. Room. Get inside. Yeah, I'll yeah. Uh, I'll go run up and bang on the door for. Uh, yeah, Eric it, to get it's out. obvious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume Eric, you get out of the harvester. Yeah, and I think. You know, I moved probably uh, two meters back away from the door, so we would have clear access, and I will outweigh the moon cat if uh, little Martel wants to run around and play games. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so you guys, so it's a, like a containment area, obviously, where you got to come in, then you got to close the door, it's got to repressurize. All. And did you go in, Eric? I, I miss. Uh, I was kind of trying as, to... as soon as I was yep. sure I wasn't going to get run down by the yep. cat. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you you go in, and I assume you close the door behind you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, All Martel right. can gain admission independently if he wishes to. Who knows? He's been running around out there, using wasting oxygen in his suit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's madness, all of it. Okay, so it'll take a little bit for this to repressurize and kind of equalize the pressure. Uh, while you're sitting there, uh, you see them. If you're looking out the window, you see the moon cat, cat stop, and Martel starts walking up to the door. He kind of taps on the window, mm -hmm. and you see him. He reaches up and he breaks the seals on his helmet, and he removes his helmet, and his head explodes from the sudden rapid depressurization of uh and everyone that was looking can make a sanity roll. Oh, that's a uh not what I was expecting to see when I got up this morning. Oh, uh, oh I rolled a 90. Uh, I I passed, but I'm like, is it narcosis? Is it uh Ooh. 94. I did not think that's very well. Ouch. Uh, all right. Watching a sudden death is a uh, zero slash one D six. Six. I think I will take one uh, instead of zero. Yeah. Oh, I took three <gasps> points off my sanity. <laughs> I just lost six. Oh! <laughs> Get escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an intelligence oh, oh, oh. roll. For some reason, I feel nervous about our uh, <laughs> situation. All right, intelligence roll. See, I I thought that they were oh, to man. the rookie. Yeah, I passed that. You passed. All right, yeah. excellent. All right, all right. Now four. All right. Uh, you are suddenly going to be paranoid for the rest of the session that you're going. You're see. You're going to rapid de like when, anytime you're not in a pressurized environment, you're worried that your pressurization is going to go away and that your head will blow up like Martel's. Did. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh my god! What the. F 
fuck is wrong with him? I uh, I, oh, I do on. not Let's, know. Uh... I uh, uh, it's got to be like uh, what is it? Narcosis or whatever they call it, like when you get the bends in the yeah, ocean. I think also perhaps I uh, the the man I spoke to inside, Commander Ivankov, has moonshine. Perhaps they have given themselves alcohol poisoning, or they have their steel isn't correct, and they have fusel oils, and they got the Jake leg or something. Yeah, what is it? Uh, I mean, uh, wrong kind of alcohol. All right. If we. Uh... If we could get one of them, uh, like I, I don't. We can't really. Uh... Well, you think, Ola, Commander? Something. If you if you'll sit there, we're, we're still not quite at pressure. Maybe if you if you put your head down and try to breathe evenly, you look very flush. But we almost have atmosphere. We'll be inside soon. Thank you. Thank I was trying you, to find this. A medical a medical examination on the crew as I uh, slip mm-hmm. into this brilliant, perfect Amer- uh, impersonation of an yeah. American. <laughs> I'm not sure that the body outside will be good for an autopsy at this point, but if we can examine the crew, we could try to start investigating if there is some kind of toxin or poisoning that is uh, causing their condition. <clears throat> and my, my apologies about that. There was something seemingly caught in my throat. American accent. Uh. All right. So you're at pressure, and now you can open the door to go inside. Yep. Yep. And it, it opens up, and you come into the uh, main main dome. This is a uh, house as the command center, and it also ha- houses uh, the the living quarters. There are there are five quarters. Uh, four of them are used all the time as you swap out crews, and then the ones for the co-pilot that's only going to be there for a couple days and, and stuff before they're supposed to take the relieving relieved crew from there. Sitting at the uh, the kind of the command center, you see a. Um, you see uh, Commander I- Ivanovic. He kind of looks up. His eyes are uh, quite bloodshot, and uh, he's got a, a he he lifts up a uh, a little mug, and he's like going, "Ah, <laughs> he, he, uh, my my relief is here." <laughs> what the what the hell is going on in here? This 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 that guy just blew himself up. Oh. One, one less, uh, one less to go back, I guess. Yeah, I think you do not probably... seem very concerned about your, uh, your friend uh, on the moon. Uh, well, he, I, 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 I will miss him, but uh, to be honest with you, I, I didn't think we, any of us, were going to make it out of here. So I, he was already dead in my eyes. Yeah. What, what, what do you mean? You didn't think you were going to these replacement schedules are scheduled? No. Yeah, but you know, as you lose track of time, and he's uh, like, I need another. He just instead of even pouring it into the mug, he's got like a mason jar. He just kind of drinks out of. He's I'm gonna like, reach out my hand for for some as well. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It, we need to have that analyzed. It could be 
it might not be the proper kind of alcohol. It could be uh, denatured alcohol. It could fry your brain. Oh, shit. Oh, I know how to, I know how to make the alcohol. I I got it from the last of the grain. The last of the what, grain. The... What's what's with the grain? Hmm. I'm so I'm gonna the... immediately go to the the greenhouse. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're headed that way. Uh, and what are the other three doing? Uh, Captain Stafford, he's kind of like, uh, he's going to start running uh, checks on on some of the systems functions and all, make sure that the well, places can sustain life. I would like to use my medical, my medicine skill mm -hmm. to, to see how exactly it is that our Ukrainian friend is doing. Okay. Yep. So give give a medicine roll. I'm 97. I know nothing. <laughs> you know he's he's probably really drunk and he just keeps kind of moving around. You know he's probably almost right at the point where he's going to need to hang on to quit flying off of the moon. Yeah, he's had that much to drink. Uh, you know every. <laughs> Perhaps we should try to find you something uh, a little more hydrating. No. Hmm. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't know a Russian wanted uh, anything but vodka, but that sounds good to me. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there is the, uh, if you drink so much that you uh, float away, uh, that's not so good. Oh. Like sure, what, what, whatever, whatever. You know, I, it's just good to talk to to someone else. Yeah. Uh, in addition to uh, Rene Martel, who has just uh, prematurely decompressed at the front entrance, there should be two other staff. Uh yes, yes. Uh, Major Thompson. He uh, has he hasn't made it back from the crater for uh, a few weeks. So he was and, the first to go missing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's the only one missing now that Martel's all over the <laughs> all over the moon, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And where's um, the last crew member? Oh, uh, Doctor Weaver. Oh, yes. she's uh she expired. Expired like, wait, like, wait. Uh, like milk in the fridge. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was uh that quick. Oh, what what do you what do you mean? Uh, we she uh just kind of wasted away. What? You... You're using quite a lot of euphemisms. Uh, you know, I don't know what happened to her. She just. Got weaker and weaker and stranger and stranger so and we we have one who's out in the moon dust, another missing in the crater, uh one that's withered away, and you who seem uh, beyond what you're doing to your liver. Why why not you go like the others? Uh because I can stop it. You can you can stop what? I, I can stop the glow when the glow comes. I was able to keep it away. Oh, yeah. 
the glow. About that time, uh, Captain Stafford, he looks up, he's like, Commander Cortez, uh, Sally, which is the uh, AI on the uh, computers, Sally's still functioning. She's still functioning. Yeah. Uh, on 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 the base? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, Sally. Uh, ah, hello. I'm I'm Sally. Who who am I speaking with? This is Commander Jack Cortez. Ah, Commander, welcome, welcome to Moonbase Shackleton. Thank you. Uh, can you tell me what is going on? Oh, what is going on? Uh, we are harvesting uh, minerals and gas from the Shackleton Crater, and uh, we are, are uh, falling behind on our quota that was expected. But uh, that is typical near the end of a rotation. People become a little bit less uh, motivated. But we are glad to see, see you are here. This is a new name I'm not familiar with. Uh, it did. Glad to be here. Um, can you tell us what is like wh where is where is the the missing crewmate? Can you do you have tabs on 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 all the crew? I I can tell you where the crew members are that are in inside the building. That is the limit of my sensors. Uh, you have a commander Ivana. Ivanikov is sitting at the uh, terminal, and uh, Dr. Weaver is currently in the laboratory. Yeah, I will go and see the condition of this Dr. Weaver. Yeah, I, I need to go to the, the laboratory. Uh, all right. Uh, so we'll cut to Dr. Thomas. So you're headed over to the, uh, where, the, the uh, plant, the greenhouse. Yeah. So as you uh, head over to the greenhouse and you open it up, you can make a sanity roll. Fifty-seven is a pass. Okay. Uh, when you open it up, you see inside all the plants are gray. It's Christ. Uh, I'll go over to the oxygen monitoring thing because supposedly we're producing the oxygen for the station. Mm -hmm. um, what levels are we at? You this are at uh, you are at uh, whatever the percentage of oxygen of Earth's Earth is. <laughs> okay, so we're still good at least mm -hmm. temporarily. We have yes. nothing replenishing the oxygen. Correct. Uh, Christ. Um, I'll I'll walk through it all uh, back and forth and just see if there's anything. Uh, does it look like it has just not been watered, not been fed? When uh, you go to burned up in the sun. When you go to touch one, it immediately just disintegrates and crumbles into gray dust. Shit, I've never seen anything like this. Um, maybe some kind of a defoliant or a poison or I'll have to take samples but for the moment I will go back to find where the others are they'll probably hear me coming beforehand because I'll be going shit 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 <laughs> okay 
I I had Eric and Commander Cortez was headed to the laboratory. And where was, what was Dr. Pavlinko doing? I'm, I want to keep an eye on uh, Ivankov. Yeah. I don't want to let them out of our sight, so. All right. Let me give him a constitution roll to see if he passes out on you. He's got a good liver. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, he's definitely at the point where like if he stood up, he would be like swaying swaying and falling down pretty quick. All right. So Commander Cortez and uh, Eric Hoffman, you guys are headed to the laboratory dome? Yeah, and I think I, I don't know if we've opened our helmets but we certainly haven't desuited since we came through the dome. Right. Yeah. I wonder if we shouldn't consider Commander lowering our helmets in case this woman has some pathogen that is airborne. Uh, yeah, I'm not taking off this suit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just not taking this thing off. Yeah, uh, but we are speak. We can speak through the radio anyway. If you want to lower the shields, that reduces the chance of infection. If this Doctor Weaver had some illness. Much oxygen is in the suit. Uh, you probably have uh, two hours for uh, to be out there. Move around. Two hours. Two yep. hours. I've got. Oh shit. Um, I mean, uh, I don't. I don't know if I. I'm. I'm going to slowly take off the 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 helmet. Like, and hope that my brains don't pop. I'm shaking a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, they do not. <laughs> Surprise. Ivanikov's alcohol is good. It seems as though we're going to need it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So the science lab, it's just... the laboratory. Yeah. The laboratory dome. Okay. So when you come in, um, you know, it is uh, go through a double door and to preserve the lab. And you come in and you see there's a bunch of uh, beakers and they look like they're f- full of a clear liquid, probably about four four beakers. And on a uh, like a, a stainless steel table with a white cloth across it, you see uh, what looks like a rock, but it's been looks like it's been sheared in half. And then there's a uh, another door that leads back to where you would assume is kind of like the storage area. So no obvious Dr. Reefer in here. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they brought some sample in from the crater, I assume, possibly an asteroid. They cut it in half. What's it look like? If you go up to it and take a look at it, do you have any geology? I have some, yeah. Okay. 60, in fact. Hmm, 80. I'm not prepared to spend another 20. So yeah. On the first. Yeah. Just when you kind of like look at it, if you uh, do you touch it or are you just kind of like looking at it? So it's it's cut in half like a geode. It's two pieces yep. of rock on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't recognize anything about it. No. Yeah, nothing. It doesn't look like um, 
What does it inside? If it's if it's open, is it hollow inside, or is it just a there rock? Is, with there is a uh, small indentation in kind of the center. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, does it look like it would have been a sphere when the rock was intact? Uh, pretty close to a sphere, not a perfect yeah. sphere. Maybe there was something inside this that was released into the. We'll have to check and recheck the. The uh, air scrubbers for the base. Let's find the corpse. I assume she's a corpse. At this point, I almost hope she is. So there's only one door, right? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. The storage. Like she went away to die quiet, like a cat, or like they put her body back there. Well, we'll see. Oh, God. Yeah. But when you uh, go through the storage door, you see uh, Dr. Weaver laying on a uh, exam table. Uh, she is um, like a grayish color. You know, she doesn't, it doesn't look like, you know, when people have laid dead bodies and the blood's pulled at the bottom, it's mm-hmm. grayer than that. Like, I'm going to run up to her. Nora. Nora. Nora, when you run up to her, you uh, if you any part you touch her or if you kind of bump the table, you see part of it collapses down almost into dust. I'm like trying to reach it. Yeah, <laughs> it grab, keeps, grab her shoulders and she's yeah, just crumbling. Just kind of crumbles away. There's not even like you know you would expect like. If it was burned, there'd still be bone segments and stuff, but it just really uh, becomes like this fine dust. Oh, Jesus you, Christ! You knew Doctor Weaver, Commander. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were, we were, we were, we were friends. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Um, the it seems, yeah, I think that we need to reprioritize getting the communications relay up so that we can call for immediate evacuation of this facility, which has clearly become dangerous. Three out of four fatalities. I'm not sure that uh, Ivanikov will ever regain his mental stabilities. Uh, Yeah. So if you have no objection, I want to ask Ivanikov one other question. He told me, he asked me in, in the a harvester, if I could speak, as though he was expecting someone who could not speak to get in the harvester. Huh. Yeah. If you could speak. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let us collect everyone who remains. Well, I guess we try to put Ivanikov to bed, and the rest of us get the communications relay up as quickly as possible, unless we want to take the lander back to the orbiter immediately and and not risk any further contamination. Some team should come in. We need forensics at this point, not uh, miners. Right. Uh, I don't know if the lander is ready to to roll, but uh, we can always check it out. I'm more than happy to get out of this place. This is, this this has freaked me the fuck out. I don't don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, We can, we can go check it out. Or I'll go check it out, Hal. Yeah, we should stick together. Yeah, yeah. 
How thin yeah. can you say I come in? Yep, yep, yep. I'm like, we are we are so fucked. We can't leave. So this what? this entire facility currently is in jeopardy because of these assholes. The entire greenhouse setup has they just let it go. Uh, everything is dead. Uh, there's no replacement. It's going to take me at least two months to get a decent oxygen supply going here again. Um, yeah, Dr. Taylor, we have three out of four dead and one hopelessly drunk. Um, so I don't think it's a matter of maintaining the facility immediately as it is getting ourselves to a stable environment, determining what happened to Well, we uh, still have Dr. plenty of Weaver. oxygen. I don't see any uh I don't see any immediate concern with the oxygen if these people went fucking nuts and um Dr. Weaver has become essentially a bit of lunar regolith herself. She uh Jesus has... Christ, is that her? Yes. What is the uh that's half my job done? Can I uh if this uh Rock is really Dr. Weaver. Hi. No, the rock is not Dr. Weaver. Dr. Weaver is in this room. The rock is in this room. What what rock? Uh they the she was examining uh a specimen, I assume, from the crater. It's on the table there. Huh. I, I minored in geology. Let me take a look. Okay. So uh yep, you can give me a roll. Uh, where's my geology? There it is. Uh, no, I got, I got an 85 out of 70. I could spend right. 15. Mm. I, you know what? I'm going to push it. You're going to push it. All right. Uh, if you fail it, you will touch the rock with like your ex exposed hand somehow. Yeah. I guess you kind of look at it. So, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I got a 37 that time. So I passed. It's like some sort of a nodule that they cut open. Mm -hmm. Weird. And what, what you notice is that, you know, it's definitely got uh, magnetic properties. You know, maybe when you're close to a piece of uh, something so you're iron. aware of, it was kind of attract yeah. iron attracted to it. And it's still warm. Well, the room is warm. So it's warmer than the room. What in the world? Uh, is it radioactive warmth? Oh, shit. It's radioactive, I betcha. Maybe that's what's happened to these people. Oh, what the fuck? They're, they're mining radioactive rocks. Is, it, is that what happens when somebody gets hit with too much radiation? They turn no, into no, ash? No, it's not what it's... Let me look at this body of... Yeah, let let, let Chernobyl there take a look at it. See what he thinks. Like Chernobyl's in the other room. That's, yeah. that's yeah. in Ukraine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, that was Russian manufacture. Uh, <laughs> what was that? I could not hear you, Doctor Thomas. I said uh, nothing. Commander, do you think that the two of us can get started on replacing the radar array so we can be in communication? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, we 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 got to. I got to get. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll double check the seals of your helmet before we go outside. I've got the piece right here in the Velcro. We can re 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 uh, engage communication. 
I'm going to do some botanical analysis of the mm -hmm. the plants that's done the same thing. They've turned gray. Jesus, I hope this isn't some kind of horrible radiation we've been exposed to. Yeah, it's I, a very I don't least... know any. Please, their radiation is not magical, Doctor Thomas. There's no, no special kind of radiation to be exposed to that does this. Gray, uh, purple. I mean, believe me, in, in, in my plants. lifetime. I've seen a lot of dead plants. I've probably killed more plants than I've than I've grown. Uh, these don't look just dead. They're gray dust. Uh, yeah. I need to do some analysis and see if we can figure out what the hell is killing them all. I mean, whatever whatever killed the plants could have killed uh, Doctor Weaver if it's the same symptoms, but the a disease that. Uh... Transfers uh, between plants I, and I, human beings I, I, that not heard of. I have to see if it's even viable to reestablish botanical plants here. If it's not, then this entire facility uh, is going to have to be redesigned, re rebuilt. This is this is disastrous. Well, what, this what is, is the, the name? Supply. What is the name of uh, the computer lady? Sally. Sally. Sally, which, which stands for, just so, so you know, it stands for System Assisted Library Interface. Uh, Sally, do you happen to have the Geiger uh, counters as part of your, your sensory equipment? Uh, yes, we uh, we do have a Geiger counter in here. We have many uh, sensory. We uh, monitor uh, monitor the temperature, the oxygen level. We uh, of course uh, videotape uh, every well, not videotape. We uh, digitally record everything for uh, for analysis. What yes. is the current uh, levels of radiation within the uh, greenhouse? Uh, in the greenhouse, standby come back radiation levels are are normal well, what about in the uh the laboratory stand by radiation levels are normal all right so i mean as we we're saying dr thomas the, the radiation is is not magic it does not just do these types of things I'm not saying that it's magic. What if it's a kind of radiation we are not experiencing? But that's or... not. But but do you? Like there's only radiation is referring to the electromagnetic spectrum. Yes. Right. There's we know everything that's that's there. We, the gamma rays do not do these. Uh, well, I'm going to do an analysis do and these. see what I come up with, and yeah. you can apply physics and math to it, and we'll see where we get. All right, uh, I want to go look at the body of Dr. Weaver now. Okay. Sally, uh, what uh, is your, uh, is there an atmospheric analysis of uh, mold or fungus in the environment, in the domes, any of them? Uh, stand by. Mold and fungus in the greenhouse is below normal. Oh, mold and fungus here. Day. Molded fungus in here is uh, at at uh, acceptable human tolerances. Well, that's the only thing that I think of that affects both mammals and plants. It's just degree, but that's not it either. And yeah, I think the fact that everything in the greenhouse is dead, even the mold spores, is a bad sign. So yeah, uh, 
keep in touch if you learn anything. The commander and I are going to try to get us back in comms. Who are you talking to, Sally? There. I was talking oh, to the, the science okay. voice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sally doesn't care. No. Also, we, when we wait to hear back from the base, I think we'll look back at some of the, video, uh, the visual evidence of the breakdown. But I wish to get in contact with the larger world before. Okay. All right. Uh, Dr. Pavlinko, you want to go examine the body? That is correct. Okay. Uh, give me a medicine roll. You're going to need a hard to like do anything besides crumble it away. <laughs> All right. Well, a 55 is a regular success. But mm -hmm. I will spend I am let's uh use luck while I'm still breathing. I mean mm -hmm. I'll be fine. Uh so I will spend the twenty-five points of luck okay. to make that a hard success. All right. So when you kind of uh examine it, you know, you mess around uh what you find uh you know through we'll say this t probably takes you know a, an hour and a half or a while of of because you're being careful not to break it or you know, break her down or anything uh when you're kind of looking at what you would assume would be a cell underneath a microscope you find that like uh all the portions of the cell you know the i'm not the organelles yeah the organelles <laughs> and all they're all all withered but what you do notice is that like uh the walls of the cell the color kind of changes back it's gray and then for a bit it's like it's uh purple then it goes to a blue then an orange and it's like the wavelength of the light keeps changing very quickly and that for a bit it even you, you can't see any color but it kind of hurts your eyes because you know the oh, this is uh this is very strange it is a slow that the uh the cellular membranes have taken on the characteristics of a bioluminescent jellyfish. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's what you you kind of see. But yeah, you're like, hmm. like, do I need to make a roll of the uh, sanity variety? Uh, sure. Yeah. Forty is a pass. Yeah. You're good. I assume right. I'm going to have a very similar analysis of the uh, yep. plant material. Oh, you're going out into the greenhouse? Yeah. Okay, so when you go go into the greenhouse, uh, you're pretty sure that, like, uh, when you opened it, like, one of the uh, plants was kind of waving back and forth, and when you looked again, it just collapsed down into dust. Hmm. Um, which to, to get a sample mm -hmm. of some of the material and look at it, so I'll probably see the same sort of thing. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. uh, some of the soil to see if there's any anaerobic bacteria or anything in the soil. That's that's one of the first steps you have to do to grow plants in it. Nothing. And no, as you kind of look, I mean, it is drained of all, like you know. 
Hmm. Anything that could provide nutrients or life is completely destroyed. But the remnants that are left behind the dust um, can identify the dust. Is it organic or not organic? It is organic. Yeah, it is still, you know, if you looked at it, you know, you're like, yeah, it is still carbon and it still looks like it's got like, you know. It's almost like graphite. It's just. Yeah, it's just. It's not possible. Um, So after after fiddling around there, probably for an hour or so, trying Mm -hmm. to figure things out, I'll come back to the others shaking my head. I. I, I don't understand what it is I'm seeing. Some sort of uh, all of the all of the main sequence carbon atoms have been changed. They're, it's still organic, but it's they they it it's not able to support life any longer. It's it's broken down into its components, and everything seems to have this sort of say polarized light effect, like uh, like you're looking at little rainbows. Did you notice that as well, Doctor? Well, it's the it's not quite like the uh the dispersion of the uh light on the uh oleogeneous surface or the, for water droplets, it's almost as though it's it's shifting as though bioluminescent. Like like, like deep sea creatures. Although but the organically speaking I could only describe these cells as dead. I do not know where this uh, chemical uh, light would be uh, coming from. It seems we, quite inert. Should, the dust. We should check out the Ukrainian, see if he's showing any kind of deterioration. Maybe it's a phenomenon we just have never run across before here on the moon. There's weird things on the moon. All right. I believe I heard Eric and Commander Cortez were going to uh, try and repair the uh, the laser communicator. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Uh, so, to you, when you go out there, you kind of it's pretty high tower, and so you know there's no way you could without machinery be able to get it up there but the lunar harvester it does have like an arm that kind of extend extends out and picks things up so it's easy to surmise kind of how they were able to get up to that if they got it done we can get it back i of course when we leave the facility i'll be guiding commander cortez away from the remnants of uh rene martel because he was very upset earlier uh thank you yeah. Now, um, I think we will uh, just pick for an excess of safety under the circumstances. We won't rearm the laser until it's in position. Uh, but uh, we can, you know, I, I have an idea of the controls already. We can drive over and then dismount the laser and figure out how to move it up there. Possibly even we can get help from the others because the harvester can be driven remotely as well if it takes two of us to actually position it. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. All right. Okay, who's driving it over? I will. Okay. Uh, I'll 
I assume your operate heavy machinery is better than your drive. Yep. So, yeah. Well, give me an operate heavy machinery. What's my drive out of curiosity? Yeah, more than twice as good. A regular success only. Yep. Yeah, you're able to drive it over there. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get it, get it there. And uh, there is like a little bucket, you know, a person uh, that a person could stand in that would be at the top of it. That's you surmise is probably there. So if you need to make repairs, you got something to stand on on the end of the arm and everything. But, yeah, um, is, is, uh, it, when it is extended, is there a way to climb it as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. So we have a sort of dual cherry picker thing. So, Commander, if you, I, uh, if you want to, I guess we'll dismount the laser, put it in the bucket, and said I'll raise it, and you can get a look at things, and I'll come up after, and we can position it correctly. I imagine there's also ways to fine tune it from was inside the domes as well once we have it bounded where it belongs yeah yeah okay. it feels good to be doing something productive i have to say this is not uh what i was hoping for from my initial lunar experience oh, uh, right. you never know what to expect mm. uh, okay who will be the first one up i'll go first okay uh you know, I make a climb roll. It's a ladder. You know, it's got rungs. But give me a spot hidden when you kind of get up there high and you can kind of look down into the crater. 89. Okay. Yeah, failed. All right. All right. And then uh, Eric? Yeah. Um. So you, yeah, you crawl you on up. Climb on up, and uh, same thing. Give me a spot hidden. Uh this time I succeed. Thirty-one. Okay. So when you get up there, out of, what catches your eye? You see like little flashes of light. It looks like you know sunlight being reflected off of a reflective surface down in the the crater, and it's moving around. Hmm. Check. Um. Do you think that it's possible? No, it's not possible. They said Major Thompson disappeared in the crater, and it it looks as though something down there is moving. Ah, uh, it could be him. Not after two weeks. Oh, two weeks, two weeks, Jesus. Although we, we it was Ivanikov who told us that. Who knows? He might have been uh, completely off his out of his mind for three weeks uh, before that already. That's true. Uh, we, we've uh, got a job to do. Yeah. So, do I you want to check it out, or do you want? I'm, I'm. I think we, if we can get communications out off surface, I, this is our priority. I think so too. Right, this might be a rescue mission already. We might. I think we can expect to be in decontamination units for the rest of the oh. planned tour. Oh my God! Yeah, so I this this is the piece I took out of the laser, and I right. put it back in, and so yeah. I assume the mount is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now uh, getting the electrical going again, uh, you can do a mechanical repair or an electrical repair. I'll let you uh, pick there. I'm better at mechanical. Oh, I'm both sixty and sixty. Uh, regular success only. Yep, I mean, you know it. 
it wasn't like sabotage it was just disconnected so you know you kind of mess it mess with it and you figure out okay the prongs have to go in a certain way to uh ionize it properly you're up there for a little bit of time um and commander give me one more spot hidden oh that's an extreme Okay. All right. Uh, while you're kind of there, you get a little bit bored watching watching him screw the male end of the uh, plug into the female end of the the plug, and you kind of look over at the crater, and you the ramp. You see the other lunar harvester coming up the ramp. Uh, Eric, Eric, the uh, the other uh, lunar harvester is coming up the ramp, like towards us. It was coming up the ramp. It will kind of be, it'd be between your original landing zone and where you're at. So, you know, maybe uh, 300 yards away is where it's going to crest the uh, crater. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have. Um, the, that, that's too many, too many people. What? Yeah, it is. Uh, Thomas Pavlenko, we know that Ivanakov is still in the station. Um, I was going to go see it, take a look at it. So, yeah, is he still there? Yeah, he's, he is. He's yeah. he's snoring pretty good now. Yeah, he's he's asleep. He's snoring. We're taking tissue samples. Uh, and see, uh, the so he's not operating the harvester from within. The only person left to be operating it is Major Thompson, who is supposed to have been missing in the crater for weeks. Could Sally be controlling it? Ask her what these. Sally, are you controlling the uh, lunar harvester? I am not. Would you like me to? No, but I'd like you to tell us who's in the lunar harvester, the one that's uh, in the, coming out of the crater. Oh, I my sensors are not out there. I can only send signals to it, the steering signals, and receive uh, signals back about where it's at. Yeah, uh, I recommend that you send it back into the crater, please. The one that is emerging currently. Reverse it from its current location, please, Sally. Roger, reversing the lunar harvester. You see it kind of stop, stop and starts going back down. Then it starts coming back up. She goes, she goes. The manual safety switch is overridden. The uh, my commands. Yeah, Jack. We need to get back inside. I think. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. After you. Yeah, I'll climb on down and mm-hmm. head back. All right. All right. You guys uh make your way back in. Yeah, you've been here for, you know, probably about five, six hours. Everyone can give me a constitution roll. But why? <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> success. Good. Okay. Oh yeah, I made it. Seventeen is a hard success. I have okay. to spend five. Okay. But speaking of constitution rolls, mm-hmm. <laughs> you think we can take a five minute bio break? Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. So uh, Eric and uh, Commander Cortez were headed back into the facility. 
Yeah, away from the dead thing in the drive in the vehicle. Okay. All right. Uh, what are the other two, Dr. Pavlinko and uh, Dr. Thomas? What are you doing? Well, we've taken some skin samples. Ex- mm-hmm. Yes. I, yep. We need to take some samples from our Ukrainian friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what we were doing. Yeah. Some okay. skin samples. All right. Is he showing a deterioration? Oh, speaking of the Constitution roll, what? Are, how are you guys maintaining uh, your normal human function? You know, people get thirsty, people get hungry, especially ro- walking around in heavy space gear. I mean, well, I was... do we not have uh, do we not have rations in our suits? The Fremen, the Fremen still suits. Yeah, we're, we're in still suits. <laughs> nope. urine. Um, well, I mean, my tendency is look, the water's purified, so I'll drink the water. Okay. Yep. And, That's fine. Uh, I was really hoping, hoping for some lunar radishes, but they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to eat that synthetic stuff yeah. that. You know, it's just in emergency supplies. Yeah, the freeze-dried stuff. Yeah. Living exclusively off of what they call astronaut ice cream. Oh, so awful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, So you guys get some samples off of him, and uh, uh, Captain Stafford will, he's like going, uh, he's like, I'll I'll get him tucked in if you guys are. Yeah. That, well, I mean, yeah. yeah, we just we just need a little, a couple of his cells. Yeah. Um, no I would me. like a, not just on his skin, but if we could get like a uh, sweat hair like cells from the inside of his mouth. Oh yeah, he's like cheek. he's doing that drunk deep mm-hmm. snore that that people just will because get. they the 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 cells in your mouth are replaced so frequently that if there's any changes they might right. show it first mm-hmm. okay what do we find all right so uh give me a biology or some other appropriate science do, do we both roll or do one of us get the bonus dice for others one one will get a bonus yeah we'll do that do you what have do, medical what does, i have i have medical and biology mm-hmm Okay, you you take you take it. I've got general biology because of my botany and chemistry, but I don't have medical. Okay, forty-five is a pass both for biology and medicine. Okay, all right. So, um, looking at it, um, you notice that the. the cheek cells, the ones that were being replaced quicker, uh, when you put them on a like a microscope, um, microscope slide, they actually attack the cell, the c- cells that are not being replaced. They they attack it, they engulf it, and then they split, and you n- then see that they are two. They look like the cheek cells, but of course they've got that little color shimmer to them the 
it's a uh, I've never seen anything like this before. It's almost, it's almost like, like a coating. Almost. A microscopic coating. Now, I'm a little, um, if I set this strange slide aside, and I take some of my own cheek cells, mm-hmm. as again, I get something caught in my throat, uh, and my voice sounds all weird. Um, if I look at my own cheek cells under the microscope. Uh, on a separate slide, or the same slide? Yeah. Separate a, slide for now. On a separate slide, they look like cheek cells that you would expect. Okay. Yep. And now if I put some of those cheek cells onto the slide with the, for lack of a better term, infected yeah. cells. Uh, it is like a um, shark with blood in the water. The Then the infected cells immediately, like, move move toward it and envelop it and then you can't tell the difference between your cells and like a, it's like an infection like a virus this Jesus is Christ. A, uh, this is not good I do, I do not uh, suggest that we uh, breathe unfiltered air around our Ukrainian friend in case he is the uh, Shedding dead skin and what have you. The entire air system of this. How would it get to all the plants otherwise? I mean, and it's the the dead, uh, even the dead gray matter is still has some of this this shimmer. We have to, we have to see if we can find some agent that will slow it or, or stop it because we can't leave if we. We're 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 on a quarantine. If we left, we could infect the entire Earth. And about that um, time, Commander Cortez and uh, Eric Hoffman, you hear a knocking on the uh, front door. Uh, is there any physical uh, barriers that we can present? Is there a wheel that turns that we can shove something in? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have uh, 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 Major Thompson is back. I, I assume his helmet is silvered, and we cannot see his face. Yeah, yeah, he's probably got that gold film that you know you, you see kind of on astronauts. Yeah, everyone. Uh, I think we have an alert situation. If uh, please, um, someone try to reach uh, Major Thompson via comps. Maybe he's not really been in the crater for two weeks. But it seems like strange timings that when we set up the laser array, he returns in a hurry and is knocking at the door the way uh, René Martel was knocking at the door before he had his, uh, made his mistake. I, Can I'm anyone sorry, reach him? Are you, are you telling me a dead man is knocking at the, uh, the front door? I'm saying there's someone here that we cannot account for, and he came out of the crater in... in uh, in the in in the 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 second of the harvesters, we saw something moving in the crater from the tower. But he, if he's really been gone two weeks, but we are taking uh, Ivanikov's word for this. Maybe Ivanikov has forgotten the last four weeks. Well, but I, well, perhaps it'd be safest to tell whoever it is that nobody's home. Yeah, I'm going to cycle yeah. through Go frequencies. Sell their, their, their cookies elsewhere. Don't I'm let him say- touch you. 
No, I'm, I'm, I, we're, right now we're keeping the door closed. I'm going to cycle through frequencies and see if we can hail Major Thompson. Uh, as you cycle through the frequencies, um, you come on one uh, channel, we'll say channel six. Uh, it sounds like he has a hot mic on his end, but you know you just hear the, you know, it, it's, it's a... It, but it doesn't have the static of when you turn tune to a frequency and it's just random noise coming but through. I, I don't hear heavy breathing either. No. Just an open shangle that's nearby. Yep. Uh, Major Thompson, uh, do you read, please? Major Thompson, this is uh, Eric Hoffman. We are here to relieve you. So just the open channel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, uh, uh, let's look for anything that we can make sure he, that if, if there is an intelligence still in that suit, that it can't override and enter. And maybe we should go and, and barricade the engineering dome entrance as well. Yeah. Yeah. I have some, I want to get the comms array up, up link, but also I want to see some of Sally's data. I think. Uh, Pavlenko, can you see to the uh, engineering pod door to make sure that we have a sealed? Yes, I will. I will do that uh, right now. Okay. All right. So when you get there, um, it is uh, just the same as the other one. It's a little bit smaller because you know it's not the main entrance, but there's a keypad to, to lock it, like uh, Doctor Thomas had to uh, type in to get into the building. Uh, when you guys entered and there is like the emergency wheel that you can uh, turn to to close it that way if you lose power you can still shut the door and but they're not made to be locked right yes they're again same reason you don't need car keys because well, you're on the moon <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm going to I, uh, whoever built this place was not expecting a unwelcome guests there there's no way to lock the store Pavlenko, i uh i put a, a bar through the wheel so that it could not be turned uh engineering should have some mechanism that you can use to at least temporarily seize it up Yeah. Yeah, I'd buy that. Okay. All right. So now you've got your uh, self locked in into the space station. Uh, you've got a persistent kind of like knocking on the front door. Maybe it stops and then you hear knocking on the engineering door, you know, uh, a few about 10, 15 minutes later. What are you guys going to do? Uh, Sally, uh, do you have a reading on the suit that Major Thompson was last? Uh, Major Thompson's suit is close enough for my sensors to read. Yeah. What is its status? When did it leave? How was the oxygen? Uh, last time I uh, 
I did my last reading of it before I before about 20 minutes ago was uh 14 Earth days ago. Yeah, and so it uh, had oxygen for perhaps three hours at a maximum. It is uh, completely void of oxygen at this time. Thank you, Sally. Uh, I'd like to see Sally uh, recording a visual recording of when the uh, mineral specimen was brought into the facility. Yeah, accessing now. So it takes a little bit of time. What's everyone else doing while Eric's pulling that up? Um, I say that we take off and nuke site from orbit just to be <laughs> sure. Oh. We're uh, you guys. We're we're. I I hate to say it. I hope you all don't have families at home, but I think we're fucked. I think this is some sort of virus, some new sort of thing. We may be partly infected already just by being here in the well the building. If, if that is the case, Dr. Thomas, and I, I'm pretty sure I agree with you, we need to be able to warn outside the world not to visit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we need to establish communications. We need to fend off whatever possessed zombie suit is outside, whatever the hell it is, and get a uh, laser back. And it's, tell them yeah. to stay away. It's obviously not fast acting because it's been at least two or three weeks since they were infected. Uh, and some of them are still alive. I wonder if the alcohol had something to do with I wonder slowing. that myself. If we if we start trying to drown the cheek swabs in uh, a little bit of alcohol. Uh, can observe it. the interactions with new cheek cells. I wonder if they uh, attack so fast. Anyways, the whatever's outside. Do we all agree that it's it's somehow it's mass? There's no biological function. There's no oxygen. I don't know what outside it is. is is not breathing or communicating. It probably doesn't remember even what the keypad number is, but it has some intention, uh, and it is, I think, the intention we uh, invited by climbing the tower. It saw functional life, and it approached it. It's yeah. a bit cancer-like, this entity or substance. We also know that the people who were living here there was a point where they were separate from that thing because they rigged up the laser as a kind of weapon. What what should we do with the thing outside? Uh, ignore it. Don't look at it. What if it pops its helmet off? Yeah, I'm more worried that it might do something to try to sabotage the station from the outside. We need uh, an extraction team to come and put us in some extreme quarantine and determine whether or not we can recover from this infection or... We need to get... Yeah, first we need to get a communication. Yeah. I think the, the doctors on the outside need to make that call. We what might I, be quarantined. Uh, let, me, let me try our little experiment, Dr. Thomas. Yeah, please. Let's see yes. if alcohol impedes the... Uh, 
the spread of the glow. The moon glow. But if you need me to take care of the thing outside. As long as we can keep it outside. I, I do, do not it. want you to I don't want you to take care of it. We need to hmm. not take care of it. We need to make sure that it is dead. Well, I can take care of that if we need to. I did uh, bring this along with me. Jesus Christ. I have never it's, been able to smuggle anything with any of th- these this, fucking flights. This is a holdout pistol. It will fire in zero uh, atmospheres. Com- Commander Cortez, it's obvious that you've never tried. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm going to level with you. I'm a little bit more than a scientist. I actually uh, used to work for the... uh, I used to work for the British Secret Intelligence Service, and I was actually sent here not only as... Botany's more my hobby than anything, but I was investigating uh, uh, Dr. Nova. Of course, not much to investigate now, is there? Well, not not particularly. Uh, does anybody else uh, secretly work for the British, or is everybody else who they say that they are? Yeah. Not only did I do I not have a secret identity, but I resent the fact that I was sent here with a guinea pig spy with a pistol into space, as if they already had reason to believe that, that something oh, was I... wrong with Doctor Weaver. Well, they thought that she was a Chinese spy. Is what they thought. Apparently, she probably wasn't. I could go through her room, see if there's any evidence for it. But yes, go in and I am a legitimate scientist. Yeah, so like I said, I used to work for them. <laughs> there's no way she was a spy. Well, Commander, I realize you were probably having a relationship with her, but that's exactly probably one of the reasons why we thought why is she getting so close to Commander Jack Cortez? Because of course it's obviously don't it's, are you implying that the the commander has no no redeeming qualities that the only reason anybody would want to be with him is because they are <laughs> Chinese spy. I'm going to no, get to no, work on the no. radar, right? While you have this conversation. Yeah, Maybe watch no. Sally's video when that comes, but I'm going to try to get us in communication with someone off off, off surface. All I right. wouldn't have interfered at all if I hadn't known, but now I feel like we're in a death or death struggle with whatever the fuck this thing is. Oh, about that time, Sally goes. I have uh, I have found the records of the uh, the meteorite, and so uh, it brings it up, and you see um, Doctor Weaver um, and. Martel, they they bring it in, and it is much larger in the video than it is on the uh, table now. As they uh, they set it down, and uh, they start pushing at it, and you see their finger actually kind of sinks into it, like it's malleable. And when they get out the uh, saw, they start it just kind of splits itself, and they step back, but like the center of the meteorite it's almost like the the camera couldn't capture the wavelength that was coming out of 
of that and it kind of gets like like an old vhs tape that's kind of been chewed up you know and then it gets played again it kinda, you get the lines and everything which doesn't make sense for a digital you know recording and uh after they they leave you kind of watch for a bit and then uh dr weaver starts uh taking some water pouring it onto the meteorite and catching it in beakers and if you continue to watch it she starts putting the uh the water into like ice cube trays so not perhaps a spy but an idiot it's a, uh, it's a uh, quite peculiar behavior. I mean, it's the kind of uh, loss of grasp of situations such as uh, a Frenchman who's now dead outside. It's yeah. uh, something seems to have. You know, yeah. It, this would have been from... like like over hours of time. Like Sally was paying it at a much not a real time speed. So you know, it wasn't like you know, a couple minutes later she. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So perhaps uh, Commander Ivanokov is alive because he drank his vodka at room temperature. Gonna get on the laser array. Mm -hmm. Get us out of here if I can. Okay. Uh, with the laser array, you are able to. Uh, you have it cooked up properly. You are able to call call up, and uh, it comes in really clear. Unlike like a uh, a radio frequency, a laser array, you know, you're going to have hardly any uh, power loss from from that short of a distance of talking. They come through really clear. They're like going, uh, "This is orbital. Uh, is Shackleton Crater?" Uh, this is Shackleton Crater. Uh, Commander, do you wish to speak for the group? Uh, th there's, there's some, some, some stuff going on down here, and um, I, I, you know what, uh, Mr. Hoffman, I think maybe you, you can handle this. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll set it to a group frequency so we can all chime in. Uh, Orbiter, the situation is somewhat dire. Uh, three of the four residents whom we came to re re uh, re re replace are dead. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Um, and all of us need to be considered contaminated. Uh, a mineral object of unknown origin was brought into the base and appears to have very powerful powers of contamination. As far as we know, we are not yet infected, but the survivor, Commander Ivanokov, shows initial signs of contamination. Uh, we need to determine what this um, material is, evacuate, quarantine, and bring in investigators. But that's my recommendation. Anything else, Thomas? My recommendation Ivanokov? is you absolutely don't do that. Um, we're probably all fucked down here, but we got to see if we can find something that counteracts it. A Which would require experimentation, quarantine, information, no reason to write off our experience and human lives. Hopefully we'll be able to solve it before we die. Yeah. Orbiter copies, possible, uh, 
pathogen has infected the uh, the crew. Uh, we will work on uh, possible quarantine procedures up here. Be advised that uh, we are uh, we are passing on to the other side of the moon. We will not be able to be in contact for another twelve Earth hours. Understood, Orbiter. Thank you. Well, I told them she is synchronous <laughs> orbit. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I mean they don't listen Sounds to synchronous. British spies. <laughs> I think that's lunar synchronous, but yeah, yeah, it would be nice. So twelve. Well, I'm hours. not a spy. Yeah, you're well, not a spy. Um, I'm looking for a spy. We have but made contact. That, does that not make you a spy? Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, spy hunter. Uh, <laughs> I think what we should do is uh, take uh, sealed canisters of air and water and foodstuffs and separate ourselves from the body of the domes in, I guess, their living quarters, which are empty, and see what happens to us. You now have a test, yes, Pavlenko? We're beginning yes, the I test. I want to see, to see if the, uh, the alcohol impairs the spread of vigolo yeah i'm afraid uh, it's lack of ice but we could um check and see if any part of the do did we see any if any part of the science dome was enclosed and usable or anything like that it was not in, enclosed okay mm -hmm. Never mind. It's just a I mean, engineering might be the least contaminated at this point to the best of our knowledge. But maybe the individual residential pods are safer. Okay. All right. So you guys are, uh, sounds like you're batting down the hatches for the, uh, the night. This is my intention. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Right. All of you give me a power to a power check. I do not like where this is going. <laughs> An old one. Double oh five. Nice. Oh. How'd you do yeah, for it, Commander Cortez? Oh, uh double three. Wow. <laughs> wow, we got for fifty. 56 for okay so uh the three of you you're able to like maybe you know you've been through uh like commander cortez you're a flyer you've you've went through survival training they taught you how to deal with pretty intolerable situations uh eric hoffman uh as you try and get sleep you just constantly hear Ding, 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 the knocking. And, you know, you know how when you just have something and you can never ignore it, you just like, oh, my God, stop it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some some pod that some infected person has been in with any luck at all. I, I got uh, Weavers and she was the first one to go. I'm looking, I'm squinting to see if anything glows in the dark with strange light. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's rough. And so 
you'll be rolling with penalty dice for anything with like you know mental thing because you're just you're brain tired all right so you you're locked in there um the body outside it has no need to sleep it has no mind to get bored so it's just constantly knocking all night all all eight earth hours of your uh you guys is kind of rest and all uh when you get up you do hear the uh in a couple hours you do hear the radio come on and you hear the uh orbiter call down there going uh we uh shackleton shackleton bases the orbiter Yeah, yeah. Shackleton base, come in, please. Yes, uh, we have uh, talked talked with uh, some of the scientists. We ha do have a quarantine station here on the base. Are you able to launch within the next two hours? That is the ideal time to get the uh, the uh, lunar module up to us. Commander Cortez, I, uh, I we should be able to get out of here. I think so. Copy. Uh, we will. Uh, we will prepare. Uh, we'll. When you dock, please dock at docking bay six G, and then um, do not uh, come out of your suits and move directly down the hallway, which will be encased in uh, plastic and unpressurized. When we get you into a room, we will pressurize pressurize it, but your air will not be recycled throughout the station. 6G, copy that. Uh, we'll be in touch immediately before we attempt to uh, re-enter the lander. Copy. We will have uh, the uh, the quarantine station stocked with uh, three weeks of food and water. Perfect. So I guess we uh, get together and we head out to the... Uh, the ladder right now. Everybody pick up a big wrench. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I guess they're willing I mean, to take the risk. Feel free to stay behind, Thomas, if you uh, wish to report further on the encroaching madness. I mean, I want to be. Disorder. I want to be helpful to science. If uh, if coming along, letting them study us as we turn to gray dust. I hope there's no way that that their quarantine is flawed. We don't know how this thing even works. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we don't. I, frankly, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I want to get <laughs> out of here. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is we're not taking a shuttle back to Tampa Bay to spread this plague through the world. We're going into a very cold environment in the vacuum of space. So, well, if I'm our protocols are that so. bad, first we have to make it to the lander uh, without uh, getting jumped on by the zombie That's suit. That's what this is for. I'm going to shoot the zombie suit when we get outside. Right. So, the recoil doesn't knock you around the satellite. Oh, this which is what you meant about shooting it. Mm -hmm. No, it it can ignite in 
vacuum, which normally it wouldn't be able to do. Right. But I'll have to hold on to something. Yeah, the station itself, I think. I mean, yeah. So that'll put you in orbit, I would imagine. Oh, I don't know. That's that big of a kick. Probably knock me back a mile. (laughs) I'll hold on to something. All right. Okay. So, uh, who's got the lowest luck? I spent nine. So I'm at 41. I have 25. I have 40. Okay. Oof. 25 it is. All right, give me a roll. Let's see it, Pavlenko. That is a 35, which is no good in this situation. Okay. Um, I know what that means, but okay. All right, so uh, which door are you going out? Which door? The one that doesn't have banging on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So the front door is closer. And uh, the banging is, uh, you know, at the at the front door, unfortunately, because of the luck roll. <laughs> Y'all wait at the front door and I'll go out the engineering door and walk around the building and then get a good look at the thing, grab a hold of a strut on the building and then fire at it. See if I could pop that helmet. No, don't don't say it that way. <laughs> yeah, I I actually because he's not breathing, I would maybe go for center mass just to move it far away because the yeah, helmet more than have... one bullet. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, Sally, do we have external cameras to uh, watch this process? External cameras, Roger. Yep, I will bring them up for you. Thank you, Sally. Thank you, Dr. Thomas. Good luck. All right, Dr. Thomas. So you go, you go outside, and um, you coming, you coming around. You know, it, you're moving in spacesuit, so it's taking you a bit. You come around the corner. You see uh, the spacesuit zombie tapping on the door, and give me a spot hidden. Sixty-six spot hidden. Oh, 50, 50. So okay. I have to spend sixteen points. That's up to you. I'll spend sixteen points. Okay. Okay. Uh, so as you kind of like line up, you kind of like out of the corner of the eye you look over and just coming out of the shackleton crater like miss but is these color that you can't quite put your finger on you know is it purple is it orange it's just constantly shifting its wavelength and uh it's moving much quicker than anything because there's no wind and it is heading right towards you Okay. Um, I'm. I'm going to. Oh, you can give me sand. You can give me a sand roll for that also. (laughs) Yeah. Twenty nine. Uh, that's still good. 
it's just one. I mean, it is just a All color, right? right? Isn't that yeah, what they described? Just a color. Just a color. <laughs> Doesn't look right. pink at all. No. All right, fire um, away. Um, uh, I, I'm going to fire at the guy knocking on the door first because he's fucking driven me nuts all night. Yeah. So I'm gonna fire. Okay, give me a, give me a fighting uh, firearms. Firearms. Oh, that's right. Yeah, man, I just drew a blank on what the skills actually called. <laughs> uh, I got a sixty-one out of seventy. Okay, so you uh, fire, you hit it, and I mean, it's not hard to puncture a suit with a bullet. I'm imagining. Right. I mean, they're kind of made to deal with many many asteroids yeah. in space, but not a bullet. But you, when you hit it, it kind of you know hits it, and you see like the the pressure and it kind of comes comes out you know it wasn't real pressurized because it was no longer really functioning but you, then you see like the uh what you would think would be blood but it's almost like this gray no nodules coming out of it because the blood's all dead in it does it yep. um, kind of stumble roll physically your react back because of yep. the hit yeah, but it's not because it's reacting like a human would because you got hit. It's because of the Just pure physics the of uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll shoot a second bullet at it then. Okay, and then I'm going to turn towards the glowing thing coming at me. All right, so shoot your second bullet. Uh, did even better, fifteen. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it, and then. And I'll just turn and I'll empty my gun, firing at this colored thing coming in. Okay, all right. Uh, it is going to try and envelop you. Okay. So you see it, and it almost like it's got like tendrils, like it's starting to feel feel along. And yep. Okay, give me a power roll. Okay. Hopefully and I, I can't have get into my suit. I have a power of ninety five, so you need a. What is that an extreme you need? Yeah, I'm I'm close to a hard, but I'm not at a hard. It would okay. take me too much. All right, yeah, yeah, you need extreme because it's over ninety. All right, so, uh, okay, so this will be a little bit of accounting, but I didn't. So roll a one d ten. Ten. Lose 10 strength. Oh. Do it and do it again. Five. Lose five constitution. And do it one more time. Two. Two. That's a total of 17. So you lose that much pow. Yeah. All right. Doing the math. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm still doing pretty good. Doing all right. I'm doing all right. Unfortunately, it's completely around you right now. <laughs> all right. What's everyone else doing? Uh, when you look, when you're watching the cameras, you see uh, Dr. Thomas shoot and you see the zombie thing kind of just fly back and, you know, 
the several shots he put into it, it gives it away, but you know, it starts to kind of move again because you know it can't be killed. And then you see uh, Dr. Thomas uh, kind of like shoot at it, it looks like he's just shooting at the in the direction of the Shackleton crater. Uh, but on the camera, you can't see anything. The next thing you know, he starts kind of like, yeah. Shit. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I'm trying to, I guess, start the decompression sequence, you know, get ready to go. Okay. It's not right. next to the door anymore. So. Well, yeah. I guess we, uh, well, best of luck to you both. You're gonna say, Doctor. Uh, I do not know if I want to. Uh, well, I suppose we were all in the airlock, ready to go. Um, and uh, the commander has started decompression, so I do not have much of a choice. Okay. All right. Um, how are you guys feeling seeing Dr. Thomas kind of flailing against something you can't see? Uh, I do not. Uh, like, I do not understand what I am seeing. I do not think I want to. I don't think I want to. So I'm okay. trying to ignore Dr. Okay. Thomas. Thank you for his sacrifice. Uh, the British spies are very noble. Um <laughs> Okay. All right. I think that I am uh, kind of shitting myself. Okay. All right. Situation. I like it. I like it. And Eric, is there are there a glitchy uh, effects on the yep. outside mm -hmm. cameras? Yeah. Yep. So we think it's this is the this is the babies that came from the shrinking egg in the lab. Mm -hmm. yeah, Maybe it'll be occupied with him. Maybe it lives in the crater. All right. Okay. I, so. Uh, as you're kind of sitting there, as like Commander Cortez kind of implied, we've got to start this process of this evening out of the pressures. But Commander Cortez, you said you're kind of like shitting yourself. So give me a sanity roll not to panic and do something stupid. That is a fail. All right. So, uh, you guys were in your suits, but like he, Commander Cortez, you kind of like going, you know, you're like, you're like, fuck this. And you just like open the door and it is a rapid depressurization of the compartment you're in. So guys can, yeah, you're thrown out and guys, give me a dex roll as you are. <laughs> I did not notice until this moment that my dex is 80. Yeah, your dex is really I'm going to spend two points of luck to pass this dex. Speaking okay. of 80, I rolled an 80. Okay. All right. You rolled an 80, and we're kind of at the end, so I'm just going to be merciless. So, Commander Cortez, when you open it up, you went to grab something you missed, and, like, you just – the force flew you out there, and you're – helmet hit a rock just right and your worst fear happened you wrapped <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you see is your you can just feel your face being depressurized it just kind of showers out through the hole through the <laughs> and there goes your pilot <laughs> i have 
a hard success for my dexterity, and I'm going to roll sanity, and okay. I have a little bit of piloting. Okay. And my sanity is good. I don't think I liked Cortez that much, I guess, was a 13. <laughs> and that's a 0-1-D-6 to watch a friend die. <laughs> I mean, he kind of, he anticipated it in a strange yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah so I, uh, Pavlenko, I think we rush before the, oh, and now I see the color, I suppose. Yeah, you guys see the color. Now you can make a, a roll, and it's going to be a harder, if you fail this one, it's a little is bit harder. Is this for, uh, what are we rolling? The seeing, seeing the color, yeah, the sanity for seeing the oh. color attacking Dr. Thomas. Oh, 81. I do not, uh, no, I do not handle this well. All right. Seeing the color feed is 1D10, D20. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, no. it's, 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 it's an alien. Oh, it was almost a 2, but then it was an 18. Oh, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That is a, uh, that's I, a indefinite insanity for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure that's over 20%. <laughs> How and about you, Eric? I, I rolled a 29. I'm a very callous German, it appears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is there still uh, a penalty for success? It is uh, It is two for success. Mm. You know, still take a hit. All right. Uh, Dr. Pa- Palvinko, give me a 1d8. Of course. That would be an eight. An eight. Okay. Uh, you have uh, physical hysterics and emotional outbursts where you, and I'll let you choose what kind you decide to have for this. Like, ah. I, I think I'm trying to violently uh, offer Hoffman up to this. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. So that I can escape. All right. So, Doctor is... Tom Thomas, we'll come come back to Doctor Thomas. Uh, what are you doing as you are feeling yourself being drained? <laughs> oh, you're saying you're not you, you want enough for me now? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, I probably have a couple of weird reactions. If I feel something, you know, it's probably cold, like I have mm. the heat's being drained out of me. At the same time, it's kind of incredibly beautiful yep. even if i can't put my finger on the color um yeah. i suppose my my will to live slowly starts to fade away yeah. um i'll just let it what, what are your final I, what are your final thoughts uh uh-huh. I love plants. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, I hope I'm distracting it from the others so they can get away. Oh, because well, I can't really see what they're doing at this mm-hmm. point. Exactly, and so you uh, eventually become like a pile of dust inside your suit. All right. ever find because it's gray dust on the, the moon. exactly gray yeah dust. gray dust on the moon. All right. All right, so to the two people still alive, one trying to hinder the other, if I understood properly. Okay. Yes, uh, you'll see I... No hard feelings, Hoffman, but uh, I have an important work that I need to do, and uh, well, your yeah. uh, your sacrifice is... is much appreciated by the... Uh... Yeah, This is why I bring the biggest wrench I can find. <laughs> 
All right, give me a, you are faster because you have an 80. So give me a fighting brawl. And uh, Dr. Palvinko, you can decide to dodge or fight well, back. What do you mean? What do you mean, dodge? I'm not in the. Yeah. <laughs> this would assume I'm in the right state of mind to yeah, exactly. not be do, attacking that's, my friend. That's a good point. <laughs> 51 is a failure on fighting brawl. <laughs> 35 is not a success, but I have five points of luck to spend. There you go. All right. I do not have enough points of luck to spend this down to a success, even if I wanted to. So you hit it, you you shatter the uh, gold-plated covering, and you just see him kind of less also. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will roll sanity again. Twice yep. I have been unaffected. This yep. time I feel it. I fail. Sanity. 1D, 1D6. Six. For killing a recent grief colleague. Mm -hmm. Two. Two. Ah! Right. Okay. All right. So you want, you now, I have, the... now I have my 30% pilot skill. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so you are running toward the uh, thing, uh, the lunar lander, I assume? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so you're here. You, is the color uh, still busy with Thomas for the time yep, being? Yep, it yeah. is. Yep. 11. Okay. Oh. So a hard success for my 30 pilot spacecraft. All right, so you kind of take off and you you lift lift it up, and about that time you realize that you remember, but you're too late. You're not coming back. You remember that uh, Captain Stafford and uh, was down was there. Like, so, yeah, so he he was uh, sleeping it up because he got into the moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Captain Stafford, maybe we will send people down for in time, but the survival rate is not so good. Not so good. All right. Well, you make it back up there, and uh, finally, for the last last thing, give me a luck roll. I spent some. Oh. <laughs> 78 of my remaining right. 36 luck. All right. You don't know it because it's going it's try it wants to be subtle because it wants to go back to it wants to go to Earth because it's found humans are take quite tasty. Um you drank a little water because you were on that planet on that base for over twenty-four Earth hours and you needed some hydration and it's going to quietly settle into some of your cells before it decides to start reproducing it did not, that will that will be moon glow <laughs> oh fantastic yeah this it is why i get to after we we saw the rock and i was like oh shit i know what yeah yeah it, yeah. <laughs> this is the color in space. Yeah. <laughs> the color in space. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, obviously they found found a meteorite. They brought it in and it had the the color in it and the color tasted them and was like, hmm, this is a good life form. 
I'm going to destroy it because I always viewed the color as an invasive species that just comes in and just like drains everything before it moves on. Right. Maybe and launches itself back into space. Yeah. In this case, one of their babies just accidentally landed on this dead rock. Yeah. Maybe it's what made the Shackleton crater. Might have been there for millions of years until maybe it's why the moon is so dead. Oh, yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. That's pretty good. <laughs> it was once lush green forest, now it's just gray dust. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I should have thought of that. That's nice. <laughs> Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Chance Wooten, and myself with Keith Craig as the keeper of arcane lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, iTunes, or Podbean. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Or you can hit the Super Thanks button just below the video. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure to the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.